just bombed Yemen. Um, the Houthi Ansarullah movement is vowing to escalate. And basically, in the as these bombings unfold, which are supposedly a retaliate, uh, supposedly they're framed as retaliation against the killing of three American service members at the Tower 22 base, supposedly in Jordan. The, all the reporting is retaliatory strikes, retaliatory strikes. I was watching local news last night <laughs> and retaliatory strikes were framed only as that without any context. And Israel is never mentioned in the context mm -hmm. of these strikes or the American presence in the Middle East. There have been strikes also on over a dozen targets inside Iraq and Syria. And it's still kind of questionable where this drone strike by Iraqi resistance groups. I don't know if it was Al Redwan or which, uh, or was the um, was one of the Hashd al Shabi groups, um, the the People's Mobilization Units uh, that are presented to us as Iran backed. I don't know if this was in Jordan. The Jordanian government initially denied it. Then I saw a statement by the Jordanian ambassador in Washington confirming it was in Jordan. But what, what, regardless, what the hell is Tower 22 and how many Americans even knew it existed beforehand? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, do I trust Jordan walking back an initial claim when they're such a client of the U.S.? Um, as as exemplified by the fact that they have a U.S. military uh, presence in their country, and I wouldn't surprise me at all if they got pressured into walking back their initial pushback on the U.S. when they said that this did not take place on our side of the border. This took place in Syria, and the reason why the U.S. would not want people to think to know it was in Syria is because their presence in Syria is not authorized by the local government. Syria doesn't want them there; they're there illegally. Uh, it's like the kind of thing that the U.S. rails against all the time in Ukraine when it comes to Russia. It's a uh, illegal occupation that is not welcomed by the local country. So U.S. has every incentive, if indeed this took place on the Syrian side of the border, to claim it took place on the Jordanian side of the border. Yeah, they are covering up the fact that they are occupying at least one third of Syria. They won't leave. Trump's withdrawal plan was sabotaged from within. Yep. Biden's determined to maintain the U.S. presence there. It has a and, and and here's what it looks like, or here's what it looked like, right on the other side of the border, from the previously unknown, basically secret base, Tower Twenty Two. This is Al Tanif, which is an illegal U.S. base inside Syria, on the other side of the Jordanian border, and on the right you see a U.S. Hummer. With the you know true tr uh, an American with a mounted machine gun, an American flag on the left. What do you see? Those are Salafi or jihadi fighter fighters who were basically being recycled through that base after uh, Donald Trump kind of wrapped up was gradually rolling up the dirty war on Syria in which bandits, jihadist bandits, including ISIS, were deployed to try to destroy the Syrian state. So this is the illegal destabilizing activity that took place and is probably still taking place in Al Tanaf. Actually, there have been airstrikes by the Syrian government 
on these very same forces. And this is what the U.S. wants to conceal from us. Yeah, and um, the claims that I saw out of Syria were that some of the forces that were hit in these U.S. bombings, these so-called retaliatory bombings by the U.S., hit forces, hit militias that are fighting ISIS. Because certainly the U.S. is not fighting ISIS. That's the stated mission for the U.S. being in Syria. Like, we don't want to be there, but we have to be there to make sure ISIS doesn't rise again. Even though, actually, U.S. is pretty much never fighting ISIS. I, I, don't, I don't know when the last time uh, it was when the U.S. forces at that Syrian base actually engaged with ISIS. There have been Pentagon reports showing that they're barely fighting ISIS. People fighting ISIS are the people who the U.S. just bombed, the Syrian government and their allies. Well, I mean, there's the, the U.S. did come in eventually and in Trump's words, knock the hell out of ISIS. They destroyed half of Raqqa and right. most, um, yeah. killed tons of civilians. Uh, James Glenn, the general or you know, the, the general who presided over that actually went to Israel to help counsel them on what to do with Gaza after October 7th. Uh, but prior to that, they were, in John Kerry's words, allowing ISIS to essentially march on Damascus. We were allowing yeah. ISIS to advance in order to force the hand of the Syrian government, which was never going to happen. Insanity, absolute insanity. And we all knew it was happening along with the U.S. support for Al-Qaeda in the form, which now controls, it's basically its own de facto country in northwestern Syria. And isn't it interesting how they don't seem very interested in resisting Israel or the U.S. presence there? They basically, Al-Qaeda has been granted this kind of Turkish protectorate under the protective umbrella of NATO in northwestern Syria. So who is the U.S. attacking now? It's all the forces that came together with the support of the IRGC and the late Major General Qasem Soleimani uh, in order to defeat ISIS, to do the real hard work of destroying ISIS. And they're doing, <clears throat> they're doing it first and foremost, most immediately, to protect Israel's strategic depth. Uh, this is Dana Struhl. She's now working for the Biden administration. But uh, back, back uh, during the Trump administration, she was part of a congressional study group. And she explained the real reason why the U.S. military is in Syria. The United States still had compelling forms of leverage on the table to shape an outcome that was more conducive and protective of U.S. interests. And we identified four. So the first one was the one third of Syrian territory that was owned via the U.S. military with its local partners, democratic forces. Now, this was a light foot. Yes, uh, the U.S. military owns one third of Syria, according to Dana Stroll. Footprint on the U.S. military, only about a thousand troops over the course of the Syria study group's report. And then the tens of thousands of, of forces, both Kurdish and Arab, under the Syrian democratic forces. And that one third of Syria is the resource rich, it's the economic powerhouse of Syria. So where the hydrocarbons are, which obviously is very much in the public debate here in Washington these days, as well as the agricultural powerhouse. But we argued that it wasn't just about this one third of Syrian territory that the US military and our military presence owned, both to fight ISIS and also as leverage for affecting the, the overall political process for the broader Syrian conflict. There it is. So you hear that? Yes, we're officially there to fight ISIS, but really, Occupying one third of Syria gives us leverage, leverage, which is like, you know, that's like mafia talk. Like, you know, you have leverage over somebody so you can bully them into doing what you want. That's pretty much what she's saying. 
we're starving them in order to force yeah. them to basically concede to our terms and give up their sovereignty and become basically an extension of Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. And then she goes on to say another form of leverage is our sanctions where we can uh, keep their country in rubble because it's largely destroyed thanks to us in no small part because of our dirty war. Uh, and we can hold a card, she says, on reconstruction because of our sanctions. So military occupation and sanctions, the perfect form of leverage to keep a country impoverished and desperate because they made the mistake of resisting our dirty war. The people who now have to die because of her policy of yeah. stealing serious resources. These three people right here, these three soldiers who were just killed uh, on the Jordan-Syria the Jordan -Syria border, these are the soldiers who were just killed um, in that drone strike. And then now Biden is now claiming to avenge by launching more bombs across the Middle East. These are the people who pay the price of policies like Dana Struels, on top of all the people in the region whose resources she's openly bragging about stealing. Yeah, say say their names. These are you know black American soldiers who didn't join the military to become human tripwires for war with Iran. They didn't join to defend Israel's strategic depth. They didn't join to go off to a secret base in the middle of some desert hinterland on the border of a country that the U.S. is seeking to destabilize. They joined in order to have stable lives, in order to become middle class. Yeah. It was one of their only options. And they were special specialists. Many of the think uh, they were involved in construction on this secret base to expand the base. And they were sent there with orders by Lloyd Austin, who is basically a token puppet of his of the imperial apparatus. <laughs> <laughs>